Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 73 of the Tilt and Tither podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Welcome back. Episode 73. Some of you, or I hope most of you will notice that we have had a little hiatus over the we last have, week. We have. Life just happened. Best way At to describe it. An exponential rate. An exponential rate. Life just happened. In our defence, we have been looking for a time to record episode 73. But we are back now, and we're back with an episode. We're going to summarise, I guess, the last two weeks, obviously what we missed last week, and perfectly, as we're coming into international break, where the Blue Boys are at now, and Mm. what we've seen those last four games. So, let's get into it. But before we do, how's your week been, Faze? An adventurous week. I'm trying well, to remember. I'm pretty what, sure. What pretty what sure we, you. Uh, oh, you started off hot. Yeah, again. You know what I'm going to ask. Hot. You've Go come on. unprepared once Go again. On. As if I've caught. Is the first time you've ever done. I'm just this. trying to remember whether this week was Kendrick Lamar. It wasn't. It, it was. was this week, wasn't it? Yeah. Kendrick Lamar hit the streets of Birmingham. I'm sure some of these listeners might have even gone potentially. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much the whole week. In, in one go, really. <laughs> Hang on a minute. So you started off by saying it's adventurous. And it's slowly <laughs> got the whole thing. A sharp decline. <laughs> and the whole thing know, is getting It was a off. massive build up to Kendrick. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, we haven't done much, have we? <laughs> I just can't believe <laughs> this. How you know how you've gone <laughs> from being adventurous <laughs> to literally Kendrick Lamar? <laughs> It's another it. Silverstone moment this Man, week. this is it's another Silverstone moment. Anyway. I mean, can you think of anything else? Or was it was did I just uh, put myself out there by saying it was an adventurous week? Then not really. Yeah, you went in like I, I said. I went too hard to Yeah, start with. like a deer in headlights. Yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. know what to do. You, you really over, need to start sending me the question list here. Overcompensated there mm. so hugely. But in other news, <laughs> but, a okay. great show. A great show. Fantastic a great show. show. Fantastic a great show. show. And a good excuse for us to have a little tipple too. I did exactly. enjoy it. Exactly. I did enjoy and tipple. the Blues, it's been, what, four games? Yeah. And it feels, what, over, I don't know how many days, but it's within two weeks. So a proper chocker block. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks. And, and do you a think great that- way to finish, might I say, before the World Cup starts. Two home games. Okay, I was going to say Andrews. not the best way. No, to no, no, finish, not the results, but... but as in looking at the week that was, I loved it. Got two games ahead of oh, us. I know you did. It was adventurous for you. It was mate. adventurous, exactly. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> but yeah, we're now into the international break, mm. World Cup season, World Cup time. So, bit of time for the boys to relax. The Tilt and Two are not going anywhere. We're going to try get some content out for you over the World Cup. So, stay tuned. I think the only other thing I wanted to say about this week was, other than it being so adventurous and Kendrick Lamar, the England team. Yeah. England team England being team. announced. Obviously, my eyes you go straight to midfield. With a magnifying glass. To make of sure. Course. Well, you're just making sure. Obviously, pride of place. Jude Bellingham is in there. We can confirm he is. But I think since the team's been released, definitely interested to hear what the listeners think. And actually. If you even care about the World Cup, because me personally, I'm the fence of, I'm going to go now to December 10th without without football. I care about, but yeah, without I mean, football. All, I care about. 
<laughs> but it all depends, doesn't it? I mean, I'm sure I'll get more in the spirit if we actually make it to the court as if we actually make it fine to the tournament. But for right now, I mean, it does nothing for I me. I know, really. it's just no blues for ages. And I hate that it's in the winter. Yeah, I said this to you, didn't I? Imagine doesn't if you own a pub, how much money you're losing with a World Cup or a football tournament not being in the summer. Mm. And for us, your regular punter, who's... What, am I going to go and sit in the freezing cold in a pub watching the oh, games? No, exactly. I'll probably end at Will. <laughs> <laughs> probably Will. It'll probably be a great crack as yeah, well. Yeah, it'll probably be amazing. The German market, very I festive. know, yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's just, it's just not the same, is it? We'll and calling for it every, uh, every World <laughs> Cup. <laughs> and just the fact that it's completely breaking up the season. It seems so mental yeah. that there's a World Cup happening in winter in Qatar. I'll tell you what, they're great for the players. And it's been sanctioned as I in, bet like, the players. Yeah, I bet the players are loving it at Blues. Oh, yeah, they're going to go on holiday. Yeah, they're, going, they're all going to be in Dubai, mate. They're all going to be yeah, in Dubai. Of course they are. Absolutely laughing it up. Absolutely partying, living the life. So, yeah, yeah but no, I'm on the fence of you. I don't really care. But Some notable names. I will know you want to mention one in particular. You're... Uh, what, as in well, an anyway, addition or... PG. An addition or someone has been left out? An addition. Who's that? You can talk about Conor Gallagher. I'm talking about Madison. You're absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not obsessive. I just think he's an absolute. Baller. No, he is an absolute baller. Yeah. I just, that was what I was going to say. So the two names that you see that have been mm. added, noticeably for me, is James Madison, which is huge, and I think it's been a long time coming, and Callum Wilson. Yep. Another big one. Marcus Rashford's in there as well. What do you think, guys? Does this excite you? Is this a team? No, it does. It excites me. Like James Madison, Callum Wilson both excite me. I mean, I think they're good choices based on the season that they've had so far. Yeah. Um, I mean, the rest of the team, it's not surprised standard, by, yeah. yeah. Conor Gallagher getting in there. Yeah, exactly. The two the two big decisions I don't agree with, or I wouldn't say necessarily I don't agree with, but I can see, you know, someone else filling those boots is Conor Gallagher Connor Gallagher being in the team. Yeah. <laughs> get, get, stay with me. I know. I'm not I'm not the best pleased with that. I mean he's a good player. Undeniably. He's a baller. Yeah. He's a baller. But I don't know, just based on the season he's had. Um he hasn't been inspiring, put it that way. He hasn't played like what I saw at Crystal Palace. Yeah. Uh and then Ivan Tony, I'm surprised he didn't get a call up. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. And what an amazing way for him to basically send the I message know, as well exactly. on the weekend. Uh, with his two goals against City and the yeah, week. Yeah. So, yeah, it is mad. But I think he's definitely someone I think should have gone. But it, it's undeniable what a team we have. Yeah, on paper, yeah, it's just making it all knit together. Exactly. But exactly. I was saying, wasn't I, to you, literally just before we start recording, how does Southgate get to the point of going into a World Cup and... People are getting called up for the first time. Yeah, I know. They already don't have players, much yeah. time to train with each other. They don't get other. much contact time. All in their own different teams, blah, blah. And now you're calling up on, you know, like I said, James Madison. I think people have been screaming for you to select him. Mm. Give him some friendlies. Give him and something. Then, and then, yeah. He's getting selected now, going into a World Cup. I mean, I'm sure he'll still perform. I'm sure he'll still perform. I but yeah, I get what you mean. That synergy and all of that, it's not there. Mate, Especially gonna, before literally He's going to have World a huge Cup. World Cup, Madison is, and he's going to get a massive move in January to Newcastle. Watch. Nice. Oh, man, do you remember? I used to work my last job. 
there's a guy who sat behind me who would always go on about knowing James Madison. Always. Like, oh, I was his coach. I was his coach. And for the longest time, he's like, yeah. It's on I've, been, I've been told the deal's done, mate. I've been told the deal's done. They spoke to his family. They sweated him out of the house. I've told it, I've, but don't, don't say I told you. <laughs> don't, don't say I told you. The inside track. And uh, how reliable. I'm going on a tangent talking absolutely nothing here, aren't I? Know. I know. But yeah, get back to blues, will ya? Let's let's see how it goes. What what do you listeners think? How blues are gonna how blues? How England are gonna finish up on that? Yeah, yeah. Paper. It's a weird one. I mean, We've got it on group in the group. Just on paper, you'd hope we can get through that pretty comfortably. I mean, Wales are looking like the toughest side, really. Oh man, I know Iran, but knowing this, we'll probably lose to Iran. Exactly, we'll probably lose all three. <laughs> but um wow yeah i know we'll see we'll see yeah. i think once they first get out easily of it, out of the groups and we'll 100%. see how they play together yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll be more optimistic but it's mainly just a lack of excitement really i'd rather see blues or even the premier league yeah and i mean now especially blues you just want to see the momentum keep going mm. and uh yeah we'll touch on that a little bit later oh, i know it sounds very pessimistic about the world cup here I am pessimistic. I just don't care. <laughs> if I'm being honest, don't care at all. I mean, to be fair, general consensus. We even it, heard it at the Blues game uh, over the weekend. Yeah, a lot of people. You know, a lot of people care. talking around us about the World Cup, but no one cares. Literally, people are saying they're not <laughs> even going to watch it. Obviously, tongue in cheek, yeah. everyone is going to watch it. But yeah, general consensus: people, whether it's because it is in Qatar or whatever, people aren't on it. Yeah, but like most things, once they're on. Oh yeah, and, give and it a chance. everyone knows we'll football fans are fickle. Yeah, literally, give it two weeks, and the podcast will be party poppers out, and <laughs> it's coming out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is cool to see all these international teams because we never really get to see Brazil. <laughs> we just flip flopping even in the last no, two not, minutes. We've right. just flip flopped now. <laughs> yeah, the World Cup's gonna be amazing. <laughs> no, I, I can't, can't wait. wait. For the World Cup. Blues, enjoy your holidays, man. I'm gonna watch the World Cup. Right, let's get into Blues news in. Right, top. I guess the first thing let's say. Top of the agenda. Top of the agenda. We can get this one, knock this one out of the park real quick. Takeover news. Zilch new to report from last time. Yep. Absolutely zilch. So, yeah, we'll, we will update as soon as we know more. We want to hear more, but nothing. It's all very tight lipped. So, worryingly tight lipped, I'd say. But, anyway. Next one, huge news, if this can get over the line. But apparently, Blues are eyeing up a move to make Sanderson permanent. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this a fair bit, like in private and stuff between us, in terms of if we manage to sign Sanderson or Trusty or both permanently. Man, both, ideally. It'd be ridiculous. You know, we've really got, or we're starting to build a little basis or a foundation of, like, young, talented ballers. Man, yeah. To get them through the door. As our defenders, I mean, yeah, can't complain. It has to happen. We at least have to have talks with both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, promising to see any news around that. Yeah, exactly. What I am seeing, to fund it, George Hall might be going. But we've, George Hall's mm. been linked with Leeds in the summer. He's been linked again. We're seeing it now. I think... You know, the writing's on the wall. He probably will go. I just said to you at the game, didn't I? Can you imagine if he goes to Leeds and it becomes another Mari Miller oh, story? No, yeah, we know all about that. 
But you know, shocking really. Like actually sad yeah. to see because you just think. No, well, he has to get football. That's the yeah. way. But, so um, I I think even for George Hall he stays. But if it brings means bringing in Sanderson and that's the way the money's made available, then I think Sanderson is a player that really takes us forward. So and that's huge. If we can, like I said, we can get that over the line. That is massive. Yeah. What a player. So can't wait let's see what happens there I know yeah let's see what January brings well yeah hopefully that is done and over the line right if we start looking at injuries and where we are now Blues obviously have got some time over the over the break to just rest up we've got a number of players out obviously Harley Dean Robbo still out Nico Gordon Plachetta, could we see him coming back? I know, Plachetta just keeps getting delayed, doesn't he? Over and over again, it seems like, oh, another few weeks, another few weeks. But we've managed to do a lot without him. Yeah, it's true. Let's look at Harley Dean then. He's out of a calf, a calf injury. Shame, really, because he's been doing so well. Up until the last two games, he's he's been like, yeah, the Harley Dean of old. And you can see. In his defence, you know, he's barking orders again. He's not getting so caught out of possession or out of, yeah, out of position, sorry. Yeah, I think it's a massive having him. And the target date to get him back, apparently what we're hearing is against Blackpool on December 10th. So literally the first game back after the World Cup. So this break should be perfect for Harley. Pachetta, shin injury. Again, been out for ages. Uh, but looks like, again, these are like indicative dates. To take it with a pinch of salt, but again, looking after the World Cup, December 10th. Mark Roberts, hamstring injury, again, should be back after the World Cup, December 10th against Blackpool. Gardner, this is another one that's been going on for ages. Yeah, it's quite a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Got one or two games in the season and then injured again. But again, December 10th after the World Cup, Nico Gordon, he's already played minutes. In the under-21s, uh, I think it was on the 4th of November uh, against Sheffield United. So, he's looking like he's ready ready to go. So, I think this could be just about working on fitness and just staying up to those levels. So, let's see. George Friend, finally, sorry. <clears throat> he's yeah, been back in the matchday squads, hasn't he? Both the matchday squads from Swansea and uh, the game just phase. What, Sunderland? How do I forget this? Yeah, Sunderland. So... George Friend is back. What you know? What involvement he has in the squads now? Yeah, I, think I know it's very low. Limited. But again, the quite a few of those players. To be fair, like yeah, depth-wise helps us a lot. But are they seeing the starting lineup anytime soon? No, no, no it's mad, isn't it? Because you think about Plachetta, who had a really exactly, promising yeah. start. Do I see him getting back in the team right now? And even no. at the start of the season, you know, you think Gordon's featuring heavily. You think, yeah. you know, you think Dean's not featuring. No, you're thinking Dean's all going to shuffle Wednesday. And it's just shuffled yeah. all over the place now. I know. But it is amazing. It is yeah, brilliant it is to see. And the depth. I mean, genuine depth with players who you don't mind getting on the pitch. No, exactly. Everyone does you a know. job. Yeah. Everyone's reliable. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. Into the nitty gritty now. Let's get into the well, game. Well, before first. that, I did oh. think we haven't even plugged the socials. Rookie error, mate. Start plugging them now. Doe. Doe. Well, if you made it this far into the podcast, 
Make sure you check us out on our socials. You can find us on Instagram at the Tilton Two. Yep. Twitter, Facebook at the Tilton Two, and our YouTube channel, the Tilton Two. Follow us on YouTube. <laughs> subscribe, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> new videos coming. Like, comment, share. We've obviously we've got what I think seven videos on there. Enjoy the content that's already up, but new content will be coming soon. Yeah, and if you've got any content ideas or anything you want to see in the podcast, anything you want to see on YouTube, please do get in the DMs and let us know. All right, let's get into the games phase. Let's get into the let's games. Let's get on with it. Four games. Four games the last two weeks. Let's start from the top. We had Millwall at home, ending a nil-nil draw. Stoke away was the next one. We won 2-1. After that, Swansea, 2-2 two, two draw. And on the on Friday, just Sunderland, our last game before the World Cup. And that was a 2-1 loss. Yeah. I mean, coming into the games, everyone knows. You just listen to our last podcast. Kind of echoes the sentiment of what Blue Nose is a feeling, which is yeah. we're on a massive high. Yeah, massive high. You know, we're looking at those four games coming up. You know, the couple of weeks ahead of us before the international break. And I'm thinking we can get a result from each of these and we're really looking up at that playoff picture. Yeah, I mean, even if you just put it into perspective, before the Sunderland game, we're sitting at 10th. Yep. And I think we were over three points or four points off the playoff places. Yeah, I mean, it's still saying like, even though the championships are ridiculously tight, yeah. like, any game, any game, any win can can really sway the it table. Just completely shuffles the deck, doesn't it? But to be in and around that, the way that I remember where we started exactly. in the season and the way that we've been favorites. playing. You know, I don't want to um go over the recap too quickly, but I will say one thing. It has genuinely got to the point where we can look at what Bo yeah was doing at Blues or what other manage have managers have been doing at Blues. And we can say that it does look different. There was something catastrophically wrong. Yeah, there was. There had yeah. to be, really. You know, we are looking like, I rather than just the players saying it, that's yeah. one thing. Rather than you just coming out it, and saying it. You? you can feel it, and you can just see that there's more structure to the team, and more structure in the training, way yeah. more togetherness. Analysis, I think, is there. Yeah, exactly. We've already heard like whispers, or not whispers, I should say, but from the players themselves, like D and E saying little things about like the. You know, little notes on what the keepers tend to do and stuff yeah, for each yeah. team. Little analysis like that, which in the middle of a game, obviously most of it's instinctual or whatever. But if Man, that's but what it you're does, picking it's out, being drilled before exactly the game. That's a huge each week. Exactly, you know, every day. Going and it's just over good to show that organisation yeah. at the back scenes of Blues. So yeah, I will say. It's getting to the point now where it has already gotten for me where I can say John Eustace has made a big impact. 100%, man. I'm 100% behind John Eustace yeah. now. And, and everyone is. I mean, we've heard it for weeks yeah, now in, can... in the uh, in the old St. Andrews. The, the cause of John Eustace's name, everyone's behind him. Yeah. Um, and it's good to see. But yeah, and we've said it before, I'll say it again. You, know, you, you can clearly see the players are loving... Yeah. Their football at the minute, loving playing together. And when would you ever think that Blues have got, well, coming into the final game, I don't know if he still is, but the leading goal scorer in the league, oh, no. Scott Hogan. Scotty and that, Hogan. For my, and that even in itself, if you've seen Scott Hogan in a blue shirt, know what a confidence player he is. 
I mean, that in itself, it feels like a testament to how good that change of room exactly. is that he's firing. Exactly. And yeah. can I just say, it's a crying shame that, that uh, Scotty Hogan is at the top of the table with nine goals and he's missed. I know he's chances. missed a lot of chances. He could still. literally be on fifteen goals. Yeah, yeah, he could, he could. I mean, so, we've even got chances in these games we could talk about. But yeah, 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 one on ones. If we just start with like you know, sort of going from the beginning, really, like what the story is of the last four games. Well, it start with Millwall. Wouldn't well, we start it? with Millwall. Nil nil was what the result was, but I think we should just pick out basically what we've seen over the last two weeks in terms of player performances the team as a whole and to start with I've got to say go on one negative point really is Jordan Graham has looked like a weakness yeah and I can say that quite confidently you know you look at the games where now we really have with Dean then coming out like you said he's coming to the team he's done amazingly since coming back yeah when he got injured, obviously you're having to stretch Colin into that centre back position, and Graham has rightly yeah. so had Millwall, to fill in. Millwall was the f- the last one that Dean's played in. Okay, well Millwall there you go. Then. So yeah, <laughs> on the next one then. But with no, Graham, I think overall, yeah, we've exactly. seen Graham play. With Graham, I mean, because after the Millwall game, Collins had to fill in, and we've been exactly. experimenting with that right right wing back position basically, because yeah, yeah. we've seen Bakuna play there. And we've seen Graham. Graham is always the one that you see filling in. But I think the games that he's played, I think, like you said, Faze, he's been, for me... Lackluster, for sure. Lackluster. I mean, the main one where he was very poor. We said it already in the game prior against Stoke, but Swansea, yeah. you know, we were there at home watching it and you could see it was just off. Yeah, it was mm. a rainy night and everything. Obviously, the ball slippy, whatever. Mm. But... He was miles off it, and it wasn't the first game. This was, you know, back to back. Yeah, you're filling him in a position, but just rocky, a real gap at the back. In particular, like I said, in that Swansea game, one twos going around him. Just a hole, like we've seen with the likes of Bella before and stuff, a hole in the back. And he can lose the ball as well. He He can can lose the ball, which is. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's a tough one because there'll be some games where you think, yeah, or it'll do something in the game, yeah. as in it'll put in a ball and it'll kind of sway, oh, well, he's had a decent game. It's like, no. Like you said, at wing-back position, that's not his place. Nah, nah. Not in the championship anyway. Nah, and you could just see, you could just see, uh, see the weakness. You could really see the hole. Yeah. I think another point to to pull out is Hannibal. Mm. We said it on the previous episode. Hannibal is like a Duracell battery. Yeah, right? yeah, he, he keeps is. going. And his passion is there. It's undeniable. He gets a crowd going. I think he gets the players going. Mm-hmm. Mental when he's that 19. Press, he's got he 17. So hard. Exactly, which is, again, for his perfect linking to after this point. We'll talk about that press. But we said it on the previous episode. He has a hot head. A seriously hot head. Everyone knows it. To the point where it is forcing the hand of the manager to take him off. And because I think he genuinely provides us so much, not even just on the ball, I mean off the ball. I'd argue he probably provides more off the ball because of his press and how much he's running. Passion, all of it. You're changing the game plan because you're losing your head or you're getting way too into it. And I think it comes down to his age. 
But then again, you know, we're talking about a 19 year old, he's got 17 international caps. You know, he does have experience, and that's he's, something he's that has to be drilled you into it. You can't be going on the pitch. Yeah, but you can't be going in no. and picking up yellows no in way. the first 20 minutes of games within the first half, especially when we rely on him so much for the press. And to be honest, there's... and teams do hack at him. Yeah, and there's arguably, arguably been fouls that I feel like he could have got a second yellow for yeah. or he could have got another yellow for at the start of the game. You know, there's, there's Looking somewhere at Sunderland, he, he could have got with. sent off. Exactly, exactly. He could have got sent off and there's so many silly things you're thinking, man, this is in the Just middle of the park, exactly, don't, don't do it. Anything. They've got their back yeah. towards goal, there's no threat whatsoever and, you know, because he is, you know, it's, it's a fine line of giving it his all and being, you know, just naive and a bit, I think immature with it, do you know what I mean? Overall though, I have to top say, player, yeah. yeah, top player, top and player. he's he is proving it now that he's got the starting position, which we all. And wanted. I don't think he's, le- I don't think he's losing it. Either. No, no, I mean he is, <sighs> like you said, we'll get into it, but in that press, he is exactly that a Duracell battery, and he gets yeah. it going. Well, let's talk about the press then, because that is becoming, you know, a key feature of Blues's play, yeah, and John Eustace's plan. Without from early doors, a doubt. Well, from early doors, from the start, from early doors, even you know, and it pisses me off so much. But ball goes back from, I know, from the the kickoff. Ball goes back to Sanderson always, and he overload, and we overload the left wing. Yeah, long and Sanderson just hoofs it into the crowd. I know what they're doing, trying to get the ball up the pitch as far as possible. If it goes out, hoping that it gets a nick and we can kind of box them in and get the, you know, basically get the ball at the pitch and get the players forward. But you're giving away possession. But that's what I mean. Like immediately, it's aggressive. We are pressing, we're pushing. When they have the ball, you know, they get, we see it every week. If you read the stats, it doesn't tell you the full picture because Blues do not have much of the ball even though we'll be playing them off the pitch and we'll end up winning the game. It's what we do. We let them play around the back and we just keep constantly pressing. It's a press from the forward. You see Hogan running his legs off. Deeney will run his legs off. Hannibal's in there. But you're also seeing a week like this, with two weeks, sorry, with four games. I think it's... Literally four games in ten days, if not even yeah. you know around that anyway. So less than two weeks, it's unsustainable. You ha- you know it's it, it's completely unsustainable, <laughs> completely unsustainable. And with a really thin squad, that's my only yeah. like jibe with yeah. it because it is so aggressive. I will also say, I mean, my main sort of but we've been doing it amazingly, it haven't we? Is yeah that we've been doing it amazingly, and that first twenty minutes of a game, arguably. We're pretty much always the stronger side, really. Don't get me wrong, we can get it played around us a bit, but for the majority of games we've seen, and this is why it puts that spin in it in my head that we can get a lot of the results, is because first half of the game, first 20, 30 minutes, we're, we're strong, we're in their face, we're creating chances, we've been nuisance, and we're playing better in our feet. You know, it's not so much... Ta- uh, you know, football, tennis or whatever in the middle of the ground now. Yeah. We're managing to pass it around a bit and get some play going. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one, one other point I will say as well is Chong. Bit of a mad one, really. I will say oh. he's had a game of 
how would you say it? Like over these last two weeks, a bit of a flip flop in terms of form. We saw early on those first two games, and he's always a presence. There's always, no denying yeah. that he is. Even on a bad day, Great it's like Bakuna. He's got those moments in him, yeah. and he can change the game. He is a live wire. We know that, but particularly the first two games, Millwall and Stoke wasn't on the ball as much yeah. we've seen and, and i'd argue even before that a few games he had a bit of a poor spell recently even more so recently as the last game we had against sunderland one of the best players on the pitch i thought yeah you know he came and on he came late on. on in the game and he really changed it up and i feel like maybe that is what this break hopefully will offer the team yeah i think so i think they're having that out. gap yeah i mean I think he really I was really on his best. On yeah. He really was on his best compared to what we'd seen. You know, like you said, you're going from what are the dates? You've got Millwall on the 2nd of November and our last game against Sunderland was 11th. So what, nine days? That's You've crazy. had four games. Yeah. No surprise that and Chong is yeah. gassed or all of the other players. And like we said, the press, Chong is heavily in that press as yeah. well. He runs his socks off as well. And I generally do think it comes down to fatigue. You know, it really does. And, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think if I can wrap this all into one point as well. I mean, I think we can. Talking about um, Eustace's just basic management, right? So, we're pressing real hard. Players are getting knackered. We've already got a thin squad. But with that style of play, you have to rotate. Otherwise, you're screwed. You're going to have to, especially, yeah. like you said, four games in nine, four games in nine days. What we saw and have seen is Eustace... In those games, we'll have like a, you know, a foundation of players, but he is swapping it out. Like we saw at Stoke, the win, 2-1. We saw Juki start the game mm. there. Dean injured. Colin going into the middle. Graham at right back. You know, again, like I said, bringing Juki in, getting him a start. He hasn't started all season yeah. in the league. Bringing that in. Big changes at Sunderland. We saw Joby come in. Big, big change there. Who else did we see change, uh, come in at um, at uh, at Sunderland? There was a few changes, weren't there? At Sunderland. As he bring the stats up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had uh, Joby. Joby came in as a starter. Yeah, yeah Chong was benched. Yep. Um, and yeah, Deeney back in up top. But, like I said... We're seeing him change the way the team plays. And what's really impressive to me, or is a massive difference to, let's say, you know, just looking back at Lee Bowyer, how much we were frustrated um, with Bowyer's uh, subs, same with Karanka. Players coming on way too late in the game, not giving long enough to change, you know, or us not really going for the kill. Just look at Swansea, for example, 2-1 down. I think in the 60th or around the 60th minute, three changes come on. Juki. Sunderland, this was the last game. Yeah, and and at Swansea. Did he make the same? Yeah, he made three changes. He made... Cheers, mate. Glad you're playing attention. (laughs) Yeah, because we came back to win 2-2. And that was because, again, we made... Yeah, but we made three changes in the 60th minute and attacking changes. Two of them was... 
Oh, it was Bakuna as well, wasn't it? Bakuna, I think, came on. And then definitely Juki and George Hall. And George Hall, massive game that game, mm. didn't they? I think he had. And at Sunderland, huge game. But under Bowyer, we would have seen those players, even if they were going to come on. Yeah, I mean, most We'd have been seeing them late. Yeah, yeah, we'd have been seeing them late. We're not seeing three change all at once. This is huge. When's the last time? And the, you know, other than under use is what we're seeing. Well, we've seen that. Yeah. Someone really identifying what the game needs, freshening and it you know up. What is or going well. for the kill. A lot of the time, especially when we're in St Andrews, obviously you know you've got, you have that, what's it called, more presence of like what the players are going for on the pitch. Yeah. Literally, the, we'll be calling for a subs in our, own, or in our own head or we'll be saying it to each other. And it's genuinely been the next five minutes we've seen that sub made. Because well, you're the oracle and you know. No, but it's not that. But it's just I feel like Eustace has genuinely been able to sit, read the game. And He's been able to read yeah. the game. Yeah, like you know, even if it's as minor as me and you saying, "Oh, you know, we need to be more attacking or whatever." And he's bought off players and he's bought c- on George yeah. Hall, he's bought on Juki or whatever. Like you just said there, you just look at the Sunderland game where we were down and out pretty yeah, yeah, much. Yeah. I mean, the first half basically wasn't good. We looked out of it really the whole game. Yeah, two 0 down. Look at it, and, and to go to, down straight after exactly, half time. Diallo running us over, but you cut to literally what the 60th minute, and he's bought on Juki, he's bought on George Hall, bought on Chong. Yeah, and they changed the game completely. They changed literally the game. changed the game to the point where we did get a goal, and, and Juki like got the we goal. We could have got multiple. Yeah, mate, we could have got multiple. Look at Sanderson. Hit off the post, comes back to him, hits it against it. Well, keeper gets a great save. Another day, it goes in. Off the line, it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was off the line, it wasn't even off the post. How was it? Off the and line then, by what looked like George Hall, to yeah. be fair. Troy Deeney, with a carbon copy of the header he did end of last season. Was it end of last season or last season? Yeah. Hitting the woodwork. A beautiful ball from Deeney into Hogan, putting him in one-on-one. And again, Hogan doesn't finish it, hits it against the keeper. Good save, I guess, but you bank on him scoring that. You know, I mean, one thing that you said, and it doesn't come out of your mouth very often, but how much you've or rated how Troy Deeney's putting in know, team yeah, performances, yeah. particularly in Sunderland, you could see yeah, like you could really he see. was. And you got to say, man, he's a calm, assured head, good with his feet, good tactically. And he's a player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to get you loads of goals, but for what he does well, and as this long as he's season, facilitating as well. That's yeah, the main thing. And that's like, it. And he does lead from the front. And if he puts Hogan through, which he has been doing, some of the passes he's created yeah. have been really good, and they offer something completely different. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just whether Hogan can get the finishes on him. Exactly. I mean, it's it's hard to remember everything, isn't it? Going over the four games, it is. But, but I think we've covered. A lot of the points. I mean, well, one another thing I one. Say, Go on. Are you going to say? And it's looped pair? back to something I was meant to say earlier, but it kind of trying to thought. Went. I know. I feel like this is all over the place. <laughs> Blue noses. But, so just stay with us. No, this is one thing that I will say, and it's kind of a thought for like the future. Um, is you know this whole pressing thing that we're doing, and it does work a lot, as we've said, especially in that first 20, 30 minutes of the game. But I will say. It is interesting in terms of looking at teams coming to play us. Yeah. It does feel like there's potential for teams to play the ball well and know that if they can weather the storm for the oh first no. 20, 30 minutes or whatever, yeah. that the gaps will open up. I think that's a great point. Yeah. Thank I you. I think so. Thank I you. genuinely do. But I also think that clubs look at us 
I now think, shit, that's going to yeah, be a yeah, hard a game. game. No, no, that 100%. is not a win 100%. at all. And I think our home atmosphere now, even with the stands, yeah, yeah, even the, the lower stands, stands taken, it is like a bit of a fortress. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Sunderland was yeah. not an easy game for Sunderland. It wasn't. No, not it was. At all. It was a tough game for us to start with because we felt like we should have got more from it. Yeah, and, exactly. And we were underperforming for sure. The subs got made, and we were spraying their goal. And I mean, yeah. you look at the stats. We ended with twenty-two shots. Oh man, they had six. Yeah, it's mental, isn't it? We had six on target. They had four on target. But obviously, they were more clinical, and yeah. a lot of our shots were at towards the last half an hour of the game. Mm. But um, I mean, it just shows you, like, like even that, like we are dominating teams. Yeah, we have got the, you know, we've got opportunity yeah. to win, and games. we can score. We yeah. can score now. You know, it's just that press that, that I worry about in struggled. terms of you yeah. know longevity. That's all. But we've seen, look how well we've done so far. Yeah, yeah. If it's not broken, don't no, fix no, no, it. No, no, absolutely. And I think not. you know, if anything, the players are coming on. I mean, one noticeable or one mention I've got to say, Longello, and it's someone that I hear you know around St Andrews. You know, people having conversation. What do you think about Longello? And I stick to what I said before. He is raw, but. No doubt, there's a talent there, and he's getting output. And That's yeah, the he main is. Thing he's I've getting assists. He got the assist. He got the goal. Got an, he got he the got assist, assist on the. Didn't he get the assist against Sunderland? I'm for, pretty um, sure. I mean, it, for the goal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him in Tajuki. Um, I'm pretty sure. Don't but quote me. But either way, and him going forward, he definitely offers us yeah, something. Defensively, I still think you know that's that's the weaker part of his game. Ironically, and he's a wing back, but going forward, he is good. Yeah, yeah, he is good. He is good. So, and like when we have our conversations in private, because obviously, as a Blues fan, you question everyone's performance yeah, I know, each game. I know. But one undeniable thing I say to you every time with Longella, yeah, he's raw. He might have a few mistakes in whatever. Or he might not be the best defensively, but can't deny he's getting balls in and he's getting output. Simple mm. as that. He is. Literally, as long as those stats are going up, I don't care. Yeah. All right. So, before we start wrapping this up, right, let us know what you think you want to see from the Blues when we come back, how you want us to continue the rest of the season, and who is your one outstanding player up to now from the start of the season. Okay. So, and I just want to call out Blues are currently. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, what a great. That's great. Mine's single like that is. There you go, mate. We're currently at thirteenth, played twenty one, and we have twenty eight points. Yeah, still in and around that playoff picture. Really. Well, look, mate. Four points off. What? Basically sixth. Four points off sixth. Three points off to equal it. Yeah, I was going to say, mate, yeah. You, your maths isn't the best, is it? <sighs> Honestly, I'm saying to guarantee us a sixth yeah, position. Yeah, okay, okay. fair play. All right, then, you got me, man. Sorry, little bro. I, yeah. I thought ahead. I'm a bit outside of the box with it, actually. But 13th, remember, this is coming from, what? Yeah, exactly. Relegation favourites. So well, I'll spoil my answer before I do it, so let me go, go into then. it. So what do you think? But basically, Areas you want to keep us... Do, we want us to keep What I want to see from Blues is the yeah. question. Yeah. Go on, then, mate. Okay. Sorry. So let me, let me just... Uh, about this one personally very very proud of what we've accomplished so far 
not only on the pitch, but off the pitch. This is a shout-out to all the Blue Noses out there. Off the pitch, I think the fans... I mean, it's literally night and day to last year. Yeah. Like, dire straits, all that. Everyone was frustrated. And we still are now, but in a very good way. Like it, yeah. Fans now are getting frustrated that we're not getting the results. We're not beating, yeah, exactly. the top teams in the Rather league. Rather than getting frustrated yeah. at literally, like, how we lost 4-0 yeah. when we should have lost 3-0. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was literally how bad last season was. Yeah. But anyway, in terms of the rest of the season, I just want to see us push on the way that we have in terms of making it ridiculously hard for teams to yeah. roll us over, yeah. which is, especially recently... As long as the passion can stay like it is. I know. And I can see, you know, trusty Sanderson. Players that aren't even as... Hannibal. Busting a gut. Yeah. Exactly. And us grinding out the results, or at least making it a chance. Like even the Sunderland game, I was pissed off. But based on the way the game ended, you left not as down in the dance because I thought we could have had them at the end. Yeah. Or we could have at least got a point when... First 60 minutes of the game, you know, I'm scratching my head, basically. Mm. I just want to see us around the middle of the table. Yeah. Obviously, I know I'm going to get unrealistic at times when <laughs> we start doing well. But if we can stay around that middle of the table, you know, we're exceeding expectations that we had coming Massive, into the season. Yeah. And you have to remember it, even yeah. though you're bound to forget because you're a Blues fan. Um, so yeah if we stay around there and then what was the oh, stand up performer yeah stand up performer I would say there's there's a couple so I'm going to just shout out a couple than the actual ones no, so uh, just go with one mate yeah <laughs> well, no I have to shout out Hogan just based on being top right. goal scorer but he has missed a lot of chances work right though has been there exactly you can't say a lot about have to him. shout out massively Austin Trusty. Yeah. Absolute say. rock in the back. I know. Ever present. Exactly. As well. Athletic, everything. Like, great centre back. Hopefully, we can sign him. Have to shout out Sanderson again. We're coming for you in January. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll see you in Jan. <laughs> Love you. All right, mate. Uh, biggest shout out to me. Biggest standout. Johnny Sins, big man yeah, in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's my answer be. as well. It has to be. It has man. to be, man. John Ruddy, mate. I oh, know. Literally. Who? It's a crying <laughs> shame. He wasn't called up for the England squad. <laughs> I don't know. He did a job, mate. Trust Pickford, me. who? I know. I mean, Jordan, who? Pickford, who? I mean, both I mean, work, both work, don't man. Both anyway, you've been nitty. But yeah, mine is exactly the same. John Ruddy. Has been John Ruddy, yeah, <laughs> Johnny Sins. Johnny has been Sins. unbelievable has, for has. us, man. Saved us so in so many games, penalty saves, one on ones, everything. All of the kind of like keeping, like oh, how would you even say it? Like I'm all the stuff that makes me nervous. Everything that made me nervous around the goalkeeping situation was completely put to bed. And Rod- Ruddy's come in. So, massive shout And he's for Leader me. Leader from the be. back. Yeah, absolutely. Also, what a keeper. You know, And also, what a stud. <laughs> <laughs> what can't the man do? But, you know, again, he's another player that apparently Blues are opening negotiation talks. Hopefully take him on because his deal runs out at the end of the, s- end of the season. So, again, let's hopefully see okay. what happens. And then, as you asked me, 
Fennel. What do you want to see the rest of the season? I want to see the same as what we've seen Good answer. up to now. No, it's true though. <laughs> and it goes on the pitch, off the pitch, the fans to 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 stay having the same connection with the team, with the managers, the, the, the players on the pitch to have that love still for the club and the connection with us, the fans. Uh, and it, the same goes for the management. I can't genuinely complain with what's going on at the Blues and management right now. What I'm seeing, you cannot argue. Look at the resilience we have. You know, look at Swansea straight away. 2-2. Deeney's header in the 88th minute. Get the draw. Sunderland. All right, we lost 2-1. But we were absolutely going for it right until the end. You know, right until the end, we put, we, we had them against, you know, against the wall. So that, again, is huge for me. I think the biggest defining factor of how well we're going to do this season is whether we get funding in in January the uh, in in the January window genuinely we need to get another striker in and a wing back really if we're going to continue to play this way and a midfielder probably so if we can get Sanderson biggest deal I think and if we can get an extension on Ruddy and if there can be news and something we've done on Trusty man if we get Trusty and Sanderson it's it's done it's lights out yeah it, it is. is it really is you're looking at the four you know permanents recent would be Bakuna who's an absolute baller who looked like bloody Neymar by the way against oh, no. the Sunderland what oh, the no. hell man what a, what a game he had genuinely if anyone says otherwise I will challenge you right? to a duel yeah unbelievable he was at Sunderland I thought a right wing back you're thinking most players were moaning last season about Bella you know losing that attacking threat being a wing back man Bakuna's got it all he from has fun back. with it he does man he does. But again, back to our original point, the permanence. You know, you're looking at Bakuna, play you build the team around. Chong, play you build the team around. Sanderson, play you build the team around, build your defence around. He's going to be with you for years and as an asset. And trusty, trusty for me is different gravy. Different gravy. Different so, sauce. Yeah, different saucy sauce. So yeah, onwards and upwards. Lovely break now. Into the World Cup. The Tilt and Two do not stop. We are coming back every week for some content. So make sure you stay tuned. I think we're the only blues podcast that do that. Every single week. We're back. Boom, 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 boom. Episode 73. Help us see in the 80s. And yeah, last plug before we close off. Follow us on Instagram at the Tilt and Two. Twitter, Facebook at the Tilt and Two. And again, YouTube, the Tilt and Two. Check out the content that's already on there. Like, comment, share, subscribe, and yeah, look forward to the next upload. Jeez, that couldn't have been any quicker. Sound like you want to run off that mic. All right. Until next time, episode 74, same time next week. Keep, Keep right on. on. <laughs>